them so hard, yet I couldn't release them. I thought of her kind and yet wicked face. I thought of all the spells she had taught me, the things she had shown me right before she had sent me away, and I scrunched harder, letting my nails dig into the palms of my hands until I could feel the bite of pain, and only then did I let go. I was a black witch, yet my heart begged to be different. It didn't like the pain of others, it wanted good and wholesome. It had always wanted light where there was only dark. I was a freak of my coven, of my family. I unfurled my hands and let out a long sigh before turning the key still dangling from the ignition and letting the jeep lapse into silence. As witches, our spirits resided on, even after death, our souls and our magic going back into the earth to fuel not just the current witches, but also the next generation of witches. And that was where my grandmother was now, or would be soon released back into the earth in every sense of the word, and waiting to give herself to us. After her funeral, her magic would funnel into each coven member, making them stronger and more powerful witches. I had let her down by turning my back on what I was, I understood that, and our kind held grudges like no other. But she had loved me like I was her own daughter. Despite her banishment of me, I had always known she loved me, but forgiveness for me turning my back on our heritage? On our very way of life? I wasn't so sure. I swallowed, my heart feeling full and heavy, my head feeling confused. The rain continued to beat down on my jeep, the drumming sound so much louder now that the rumble of the engine wasn't there to mask it. My eyes scanned over the small house, across the garden overflowing with flowers and wild herbs, now wilting due to the amount of rain hammering down on them. There was nothing there, I told myself repeatedly. There was nothing there. They were not there. But of course, if they were not there now, they would be soon enough. Yes, they would be coming. And yes, I was afraid. Chapter 2 I stepped out of the jeep and slammed the door shut behind me before hurrying up the little stone path and weaving between the flowers and herbs of the garden to the front door. I was soaked by the time I made it under the small canopy above the solid wood door. The rain clung to my clothes and long hair as I fumbled with the old key hanging from the small silver chain around my neck. I unlocked the door and stepped inside the threshold, but made no further attempt to go deeper. Instead, I waited, letting the scents and feelings of years gone by wash over me in a burdensome wave of nostalgia. It smelled like her, like honeysuckle and cinnamon and I closed my eyes, imagining the sound of her footsteps crossing the wooden floorboards, her wrinkled hand reaching for me, cupping my cheek in her gentle yet firm grasp as she smiled upon my rain-soaked face. In all the years that had passed, I had never blamed her for banishing me, and I had never stopped loving her. She did what she did to protect me and our coven. I understood her need to protect, yet I had never understood why she had sent me away. I had mourned the loss of my coven, of my friends and family, and of her. The image vanished and I opened my eyes, the sting of unshed tears still clinging to my thick lashes. I flicked the light switch, illuminating the room, and I closed the door behind me. I dragged my hands through my hair, pulling the long, damp strands back from my pale face. My eyes grazed over the room, taking in the same old furniture and ornaments that had been there five years ago. My gaze settled on the hearth and the small pile of firewood just next to it, and I strode over, leaving a trail of wet footsteps behind me. I crouched down and built a simple fire, finally warming my hands above the orange and yellow flames as it came alight. 
I rubbed my hands together, willing the warmth back into them. But it was more than my hands that were cold. It was neither my wet hair nor damp clothing that chilled me. It was memories. Memories and fear. Slowly, as the heat made its way back into my fingertips, yet not into my soul, I leaned back across the squat, brown, paisley sofa, facing the hearth, dragging the throw blanket from it and wrapping it around my shoulders. I was too exhausted after the long drive to do anything more than sit there and let the fire warm me. A cold shiver coursed through me as I stared into the orange flames, my hands clutching tightly to the blanket. I hated this place. I hated the memories. I hated the emotions that clung to the very walls of this house like old wallpaper and paint. I hated the misguided actions and ill wills that they still contained. I hated that they knew me better than I knew myself. But mostly, I hated that I still missed her. I missed everyone, despite everything.